Ah, and before we get to today's episode, we have a quick word from our sponsor. Tired of drinking out of a boring tumbler? Want to make your morning coffee cup one of a kind? Expand with tipsy tumblers. You can special order cups, shot glasses, bookmarks, rolling trays for your cigarettes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you can get one with a picture of a special someone or one with Spider-Man. The options are endless. You can upload your own pictures or pick from her selection of design. With Valentine's Day coming up, this could be a great gift for that special someone. Or even just for yourself. Hey. <laughs> you can use the code GAMES2023 at checkout to save 10%. You go to angeltipsytumblers.myshopify.com. There will also be a link in the show notes. Now on to our episode today. Mike, turn your games down. Everyone, episode 209 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who just doesn't get the hint with me tonight? This is Star's Special Informant Division, Joe Butler. This is Chelsea, aka Tyrant Cheeks, rocking that blue tube top. <laughs> and this is Blair from comicbookvideogames.com. I had an iconic line to say, but my animation was interrupted. <laughs> nice. Oh, and Chelsea, since we last talked, you started a Twitch channel. Or since you're last on I here. Did. Yes, Tyrant Cheeks on Twitch, if anyone's curious. It's, it's a good time. It's a lot of fun. And you will see a link in the show notes for her channel once she sends me, once she sends me one. Or not the channel, but in the show, in the show note, because there is no channel. Yes. There should be a Twitch channel, but I don't I don't want to. So it hasn't happened yet. That kind of plays a big part in whether I want to do something or not. <laughs> so we're here to talk about a game that's actually new, which is weird for me. And a game that I had was scared to play, but because of friend of the show and previous co-host, uh, Michael Hughes, was like, had played it and told me, hey, it's fun. It's nothing like Resident Evil 2 Remake. And I'm like, if you like it, that means it must not be that scary because we both hate horror. So I put it on the show. We are here to talk about Resident Evil 3, the 2020 version, the remake. Does Does anybody have a weird story to go with this game? I kind of do. I do as well. Yes, okay, I... let me uh, publish and develop by Capcom. Yes. Go. <laughs> I, had, I had a pre-order deck. I think it was still EB Games. We our EB Games only recently changed the GameStop in Canada, and it came out in April. And of course, everything was closed. So then I was like, "Okay, I have this bought and paid for, and now I have to buy it again digitally." But because I didn't pre-order it digitally, I didn't get the ninety-nine costumes. And then GameStop called someone from like some. I think they're working at home call to get people out their games. And I actually got my physical copy, but I still didn't get the costume because the costume code isn't in the disc. They had to print it off at a receipt at the store. So I don't think I got my tube top Jill until months later. Oh, they actually have the actual costume from the first game. You had to pre-order it. It's a it's a bullshit pre-order bonus. Were you able to get yours? Uh, were you able to pick it up early? Who me? Yeah, yeah. No, because when it came out in stores, like I had to pre-order it at a physical location, they were all shut down. It's funny because my my friend um, had a similar story. He had it pre-ordered at GameStop, and like he called them and he's like, "Yeah, can I get come get this?" And they're like, "Yeah, come on over." And he got it like a day early. Oh no, yeah, they we didn't. The most, the best we got was like someone working from home was like working to get people out their games. Yeah, because I think it was like that in Final Fantasy 7. Was that like around the same time? I know like Animal Crossing and Doom were right before the shutdowns. Yeah, no, Animal Crossing was wasn't it during the shutdown? I thought it was right when it started. 
Okay. Yeah, I okay. I yeah, vaguely yeah. remember it because I actually the only reason I own a Switch is because Animal Crossing. My wife wanted to play it with her with friends and they wanted to get it and I remember that. I think that what was it? Because Nintendo is a very big stickler, period, and they're always like that. But whoever released Doom was like, oh, yeah, you can release Doom a day early. So, you know, because of the pandemic and everything, I had a combination of weird reactions where I went to game. uh, I knew the manager at GameStop before she quit. And I called like maybe a day earlier. And I was like, is it possible for me to get the game early? And she's like, no, can't do it. (laughs) And I was and I was like, yeah, and it's it's really weird because this was mid pandemic. So when I drove up to go get it, there was like no one there early. This is April, April 3rd, 2020. Well, mid of the beginning so like everything was already shut down and yeah this is when like people were making the jokes that like if you went to GameStop and the police showed up you could tell the police to fuck off because they're a, a equipment company so they sell computer parts and everything and since everyone's working from home they're allowed to be open they're essential yeah. oh god that i forgot about that <laughs> hey i was essential too both me and shelf we worked the whole pandemic Woo-hoo. oh yeah yeah, because maybe there was the lucky ones that got furloughed. <laughs> the the biggest kick in the face was upload or you know turning on the game, and the first thing is a news channel going, "Oh my God, there's some yeah. sort of pandemic going on in this." <laughs> yeah, like, what awful, awful timing! I, I just remember that when I turned this on again over the break. Perfect timing. It's like playing in 4D. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but I, yeah, I remember when this came out because I mean I didn't play it when it came out. I, I mean, of course, I actually had no interest in this game until very recently. It just didn't interest me at all because I was terrified of it. So let's just be fair. <laughs> well, this this wasn't planned, maybe what? the to remake three. I know they were planning on remaking four and like everyone was crying that they wanted three remake two. And this this whole thing, the making of three is such a goddamn shit show because they the company that made it actually got disbanded. And that's the whole reason why took an extra year because they were supposed to be planning on making two remake and then i believe eight was supposed to come out and then we're gonna get three three remake and four remake and three did so poorly they disbanded the team and restarted it from square one wow i just feel like just in playing this it just feels like i mean the same thing as resident evil 3 and 99 where it's like this reeks of and not I won't say reeks because I think it's it's smart game design or smart use of assets where it's like we have this engine, we have these characters. What can we do to turn something around in a quick amount of time? And they made this and the was it resistance because they they promoted the multiplayer game first and then later on they announced it's going to be attached to the three make. Yes. And Resistance came out with this game. Because I know REverse and didn't was supposed to come out with a village, but it never came out till like a year and a half later, I think. Yes. Okay. Did, I don't uh, remember anything of <laughs> what you guys are saying. So if if you go like download RE3, there is Res- Resident Evil Resistance, which is their weird 4v1 game where you can play as four survivors. Oh, and yeah, then, I remember that. Yeah, and then you can, out. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's free, quote unquote, with this game. And no one, it was, a, people actually kind of liked it, but there was no, like, updates for it or, like, formatting. Like, you, like people complained that there were issues with the games and never updated. And they had this whole, same thing with the uh, Reverse, where they have this whole timeline of, oh, we're going to have updates and costumes and all that. It got, like, three segments in and is never brought up ever again. <laughs> yeah, so they had an update the other day. It's like, just a beta? Adding, what released? For our Reverse, it was, because I played the beta, and it was actually pretty fun 
And then it was supposed to come out with a village last year, but then it got pulled or something. And then it was delayed until I think it did it only drop officially with like the gold version of village. No, it, it, it was free no matter what. It was just a thing to where as long as you bought a village at some point, whenever it came out, you also owned it. Yes, I know they had an update. It's like we're adding like Lobo. And I'm like, oh, everyone's favorite character, the faceless Chris Redfield, like commando person from Village, like everyone's favorite character. That's why that made no sense. I was like, Lobo. I'm like, I'm like, Lobo's DC. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I was very confused. I didn't even know they had names. I haven't played Village at all yet. I stopped at seven. Village is great. I love Village. Actually, it's, we're getting there. <laughs> I gotta do five next. My favorite part of Village is playing Village and going, man, these assets should would be great in Resident Evil 4 remake. (laughs) I'm sure they're in it. Okay, Chelsea, do you have any history with this game? With the original, yes. Um, I beat the original a long time ago. (laughs) Remake, I haven't actually gotten around to play myself yet, but I have watched like streams of it, obviously. But like I don't know, Resident Evil 3 for me, like it's not like the original is wasn't one of my favorites. It just kind of back then even felt kind of like like added on, I guess. Kind of like it was. I feel like if if DLC were a thing back then, like RE3 would have been like a DLC for RE2. Well, that's what it started out as. Like it wasn't even going to be a full game. It was just going to be like a survivors like style hour and a half long game. But then it just kept getting they stuff didn't have a choice. added. Well, no, they just they kept getting more stuff freed up for them because they're like, okay, now you can have like Jill. Okay, now you can make more. So just like more stuff just kept getting bolted on to like a small foundation. Like it wasn't supposed to be a big project. It just turned into one. Like that's what I remember from Alex and Niall's book, because like Resident Evil Code Veronica was supposed to be like the new. Well, it's I mean, that's a game that should be called Resident Evil 3. Let's be honest. Yes, I think I this is just a marketing yeah. thing with PlayStation. Well, they, made they made them say three. I'm with Chelsea. I like I like the Nemesis is a cool monster, but Resident Evil three is far from one of my favorite mainline games. Like I think this zero and six, I wouldn't put them in the same group, but they're among like the ones I play the least. Although I come to appreciate three ninety nine a lot more. I I played three ninety nine for the first time for the show a while ago, and I loved it. I had a great time playing that game for the show. Like, that was my first time ever playing 3. So I, I think 3 is my favorite of the... But I also... I've never played the original one yet. The PS1 oh. version. I only, played the, I only played the remake version multiple times. That's my favorite. RE1 all the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I actually like RE1 96 more than the remake now. And I know that's like blasphemous to say. <laughs> I just oh, it's lo- not, at all. not at all. I just love the vibes of that place, man. Like that's this mansion, just like my comfort zone now. <laughs> I get it. Like going into this game, I wasn't sure what to think because I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth for this game because I hear nothing but terrible things about it. And now that I played it, you know, so I, I wasn't like great, like anticipating playing this remake. It was only because Mike had said such good things about it that I was that I was on board. I actually tried to play this game at first without a guide, which anyone who no- listened to the show enough knows that's not me when it comes to horror games. <laughs> I don't play without guides ever, but I just didn't. I don't know. Like, I didn't want to have an actual guide. Like, I wanted to play this, you know, legit or, you know, blind. But that didn't last long because I got my ass handed to me a couple times by Nemesis where I'm like, yeah, fuck that. We're using a guide. Well, the which opening is- area is the only place that's 
or the starting area is the only place that's open. Everything else is pretty much a straight line in this. Yeah. Like, other than it maybe really, the hospital. Really Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't I, mind the, the fact it's like that, but that's me. I'm not a horror gamer. This game, I hate. I, I have a love-hate relationship. It's very specific with this game. Because this game adds so much more to the lore that I like with a bunch of other stuff. But then it's also like, well, I love this game so much. Oh, it's like two hours and Nemesis is barely in it. Oh, that's why I don't like this game. That's, that's great, why. though. If Nemesis would have been this whole game that's, like Mr. I, X. That's why Mike liked it. I would have hated yeah. this game. I hated it. Okay, I played a lot of games for the show. Only one time I've ever been able to have a hard time sleeping. I was Resident Evil 2 Remake. I mean, got in my head. <laughs> And I couldn't sleep. I remember locking my bedroom door so I could sleep. And like, I'm, I mean, I know it's a video game. Like, I just was just I was just off kilter. I mean, that game really messed with me. You can break through walls, Mike. I don't think a locked door is going to stop him. No, the locked door at least made more noise in my head. See, the problem with this game is, I mean, it's the Internet. There's there's either it's there's no middle ground. It's either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Like a seven might as well be a zero. And yeah. the thing about it is like Resident Evil three. I mean. It's good, but it's not like the best Resident Evil. And people were like, oh, well, this is just like this. And it's really short. And it's like, yeah, Resident Evil 3 was really short. <laughs> like, yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, I also agree with that, too. I think it's just like my the what is it? The nostalgia goggles, because I also like the idea of Jill fighting Nemesis in like 99. So whenever this got announced, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like a whole Three stage boss fight, blah blah blah, and that never happened. So the thing about the I mean, nemesis in the, in the original is that like, you can just run away from him. Like I never fight the nemesis in the original. Like I just run away. It's just so much easier and better. Yeah, <laughs> you get me too. You get cool stuff though. Except the but, shotgun. The shotgun but, sucks ass. But that stuff is useless. Like the freeze rounds are the best weapon, and you don't need any of the upgrades to get the freeze rounds. <laughs> I mean, I I killed him in this game too. Because you, you only really have, like, one chance early in the city part, which is where I died a couple times to him, because I I didn't do the perfect dodge because I didn't look up what the controls were to do the perfect dodge for some reason. And I didn't know what button hit. Every so often I would do it, but I didn't understand what I was doing until finally I, I looked it up. and was like, oh, yeah, okay, this is much easier now. Because I was telling Mike, I'm like, I keep dying. He's like, are you dodging? I said, no. He's like, well, that's your problem. All you have was, to do is throw a grenade and run away. Throw a grenade, grab the case, and book it. That's it was when I it was when I he would jump in my way and it was like in front of the like the, the donut shop or one of those shops where he was right in the path no matter what and he kept getting in my way. And I didn't know because I didn't watch a speed run first where you can just turn around and he'll jump again and just run the way you're supposed to you want to go. <laughs> That's what they do. He just turn I, around. And bait. I usually just throw a grenade. I I think what is it whenever he first comes down the, the hallway, you shoot the electrical bit and then I threw a grenade at him and then I didn't run into him again until after I got the donut shop. And then he's there, and I immediately threw another grenade. And then he uh, he also dropped something again. But I also knew when he was coming, so yeah, I kind of. I mean, that does help. I, I do want to talk about the opening of this game. That opening cutscene is really something else, where Jill is like having a nightmare. Yeah, and that's then like cool. sees herself as a zombie in the bathroom mirror, and then everything that like it was really damn cool. Like I really liked that scene. So that's one of the things that I liked about this game because it adds to the lore. Because Jill technically does have an excuse to be freaked out. Because what is the mansion incident like? Not even like a month ago. Uh, it's, uh, I can't I mean, remember, but it's the mansion not incident long. was in June or July, and this takes place the end of September, so it's like two months. Okay, and there there should be a constant fear of oh man, we don't know how the virus works, 
so I could just wake up one day and be infected. I mean, you look at what the hell she goes through in that game. (laughs) Which we might get a remake of, apparently. A a second remake. You don't need to remake perfection of that that HD remake, but I get it. I won't. Remake Damn Zero, okay? Come on. What I love about the opening is that, like, like in three... Like in 399, she's like in the tube top and like her introduction is like she just like jumps away from an explosion. But in this, like she's wearing more sensible clothes for like a person, not like, you know, (laughs) but it also makes sense because she wasn't anticipating any of this. So like she's caught off guard. So she just kind of like, oh, crap, I guess I just have to wear this. So it explains why she isn't like, you know, armored up in all the bitey spots. (laughs) I like her outfit a lot in this game, too. Like, I mean, I love the 99 one just because it's just, well, sexy. <laughs> this one makes more sense. Like, she's just wearing jeans. I, I'm still irritated that that fucking other outfit is just a pre-order bonus. I saw a guy playing it in the Awesome Games Done Quick. And I thought, oh, he modded it. So that's why she's like that. And then it turned out, you guys like, no, he just pre Like, I'm like that. Stupid. It's $3 on Steam. Oh, you can. Okay. I'm not gonna buy it, but that makes you, uh, can't you get Carlos's like original hair too? He he looks Why? super ugly. He's <laughs> not. I, I I don't use this word on the show, but I'm gonna use it throughout this episode. Carlos is Carlos is not fuckable in his old costume. In this game. <laughs> <sighs> You're not wrong. Hard agree. <laughs> So those faces are actually actors. I want to see the actor whose face they got for that model. I need to see mm. this human being. Because I know Jill is like an actual model. Benson Mokhtar is Carlos's face uh, model. Okay. Oh, one of my, like, one of the things I remember people complaining about that I, like, we kind of mentioned a little bit how short this game is. Like, you know, it cut out stuff from the original three, and I didn't mind any of that because to me, this game felt long enough. Again, I paid 20 bucks for this in a huge pack with like every other Resident Evil game besides Village. So <laughs> it's a little different for me, but like I just didn't. To me, I also like short games. I played this on the Steam Deck, which was the right way to play this because it was less scary on my little handheld or my big handheld, but it was less scary because <laughs> I could just turn it off. Be like, oh, I'm done. Put this down now. That's how you play horror games. No, I mean, I, I like I like the length of this game. I like the fact that it's not very and it's also very like it's very busy. Like you have stuff always happening. I feel like this game had had a lot of points that like, again, in the beginning, I want to talk about more like you get chased by Nemesis. You have that and that all those set pieces, are, I think, are just great. You have a part where she climbs underneath a fence with zombies above it. You have Brad Vickers trying to save you and then gets bit. I mean, all this stuff is just I really like the feeling of it, and but I, you know, I just I thought it was just really good to kind of to see the you know as it's as it's happening, which ninety nine I don't think did as much, even though ninety nine has fucking is really awesome. I'm also really glad that they reshowed Brad as not being a complete loser, so that's always fun. That was nice. <laughs> oh, I can't, can't be the only one, but there's one point when I had open event <laughs> when Nemesis was chasing chasing me, and all I could think of was like Batman could do this faster, Jill. <laughs> Batman would just, whoop, have it open, we go in. What? Come on, what's going on, Jill? That's what went through my head. I also swear there was a scene that reminded me of the apocalypse movie where she jumps in a vent or something. I think, and he, I think he, does he shoot explosive down there or follow her? There's, or he, she just escapes, but it remi- I thought, okay, I thought he was going to shoot an explosive down the vent. <laughs> That's when you jump off the building after the first boss fight. I think so. Does anybody else think it's weird that Nemesis is wearing a big trash bag this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is that what it was? Kind of? No. Oh, it looks- like- yeah, it's, it's like a body bag, but it looks like a big trash bag. Looks like a gimp suit. 
<laughs> it, I liked it. I liked the first, like when you had like when you burn off, like you have the mask on and you burn it off, which made sense. But I didn't really pay attention to the later. But it it also sets like a really good tone, which is why I'm a little disappointed. Because with that whole beginning sequence, she like shoots Nemesis in the head, like unloads her whole magazine into him, and then a little bit later on, you have Carlos who shoots Nemesis with the I think it's like a tank rocket launcher, which is what kills. Mr. X in the previous game, and it doesn't even hurt Nemesis. So that's supposed to be called kinds of little, like, terrifying tidbits about him. I mean, he is frightening, by looking at least. I mean, I'm happy that he doesn't, you know, follow you throughout this game all the fucking time, just making my life horrible, like Mr. X did in Resident Evil 2 Remake. I'm okay with that. But I can get it from a regular fan of the series that's like, well, I like that. I like being scared. I like the attention. Now I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, I want this game to be short. I want it over with. I want to move on. <laughs> but that's See, that's me. the thing about like the Resident Evil games, like with Mr. X and in 2 Remake and Nemesis in 99, is that the first time you play those and like Nemesis bursts through a door and you're like, okay, doors, I'm not safe anymore. That's scary. But once you learn how the puppet strings work, which doesn't <laughs> take very long, like in 2 Remake, when Mr. X pops up and he just shows up, it's frightening. But when you play it again and again, you're just like, oh man, I just need to go there. Can you just get out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a weird thing that I can share with y'all. Chelsea, you said you haven't played this yet, right? Right. So one thing that's really interesting, but also doesn't help what I refer to as my mind goblins. There's <laughs> there is a section of the game where you uh, have to do the power power plant and you get the you get the lock picks you can go back and get everything from entirely from the town without having to have nemesis chase you down the whole time oh oh that's nice yeah which is really weird but also it kills your time for the game i do want to bring up because you brought up a part that that kind of like i need to talk about so you mentioned when you go the power plant i think that has one of the weirdest scariest moments of this game for me and I also did it wrong. Like, when you go to the power plant, she, you're trying to unlock a door, and she gets attacked by some weird monster that, like, shoves a, something down her throat and, like, infects her. And I didn't know you could take an herb, so I'm just running along until uh, trying to, like, okay, what do I have to do? Like, do I have to, you know, go through, and, is she going to shock herself to get rid of this thing? Like, what am I doing? And, and then it wasn't until I, I was getting hurt, so I finally used an herb, and then she throws up. I'm like, oh, that was simple. But that part, it was just like, I was like, okay, this is, this is strange. This Someone... Is... <laughs> Someone's getting a bonk on the head for that fucking scene. I mean, that's also what went through my head, too, because <laughs> of videos I might have seen on the Internet before. So but I was like, OK, that's where we're going with this. Like, I mean, I love it. I mean, because I figured, you know, she's infected now. She just got, you know, plus they make it kind of like it, it has some overtones to it, the way they show it with her getting the, a tentacle shoved down her throat. Just, <laughs> I was like, OK, OK, Capcom. That's what it looked like to me. OK, I don't know why I would think that. But. <laughs> I think we're just a bunch of perverts. Yes, <laughs> it was. I mean, it's a. I think it's just a cool part, like too, because you you have to run around. And these things are everywhere, and they're you don't want to get infected again because if you get grabbed again, they do the same thing, and you got to take an herb and spit out the the parasite. I don't know. It's just it was a weird part to me. It was kind of it was kind of it was kind of scary. Well, it's simple, Mike. You have to use Jill Valentine's big Peggy Hill size fifteen feet to dodge out of the way of the spiders, which I I don't think ever in this entire game I actually got once. Oh, I didn't try. That's yeah, what bullets are for. I'm terrible at the dodge in this. I was, I was terrible at the one in 99. And I was hoping it's going to be better than this, but I'm still not great at it. Like how I mostly 
like what I love about this game is like so when you finish it, there's challenges like kill so many zombies, kill so many enemies, kill this many people with handguns, and you can like buy things like costumes and you can buy like the like the lockpick early so you can sequence break a lot of stuff. So that's what like and eventually when I was because at the start of the pandemic, like I had this game and this was my game. So I just kept replaying it over and over and over. So eventually I just had like a rocket launcher with a limited ammo. So I just like running down the streets, like rocketing zombies like they were nothing. And I was like, oh, this is satisfying. That is super satisfying. You know, you know what my least favorite part of this game is, but I think it's really funny. What is that? There, There is a scene where you walk. I think you activate the the train. Yeah, you activate the power to the train at the station. Yeah, and you leave out, and there's a zombie with, like, a big sucker on its head, and you go, oh, that sure looks like the Las Plagas. I wonder That's if they'll re... Went through my head, too. I wonder if they'll reuse that for later. <laughs> I bet they'll change it, but yes, that design will still... I mean, the the, the way it works, will, yeah, they're 100% going to use that. 100%. That's coming back. Because this game also came out on PS5 and Xbox Series X. God, that's weird to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one yet because I don't care. But okay, just maybe think. No, I mean well, I also this... want to say that this game is beautiful. Like the graphics are. I played this on you know Steam Deck. And the graphics are uh, great. Graphics I mean, beautiful. Gameplay beautiful. Carlos beautiful. Everything. <laughs> is... <laughs> I I mean again I kind of want to think with Jill. Like I'm happy that Jill's wearing a normal outfit that that fits what she's going through. She's wearing jeans and the blue shirt. Like it fits. And I'm happy about that. I mean, I like the skirt and the tube top, but this makes much more sense. Something I appreciate, and I'm, well, actually, I'm above two minds. <laughs> so when you enter into a crawling animation, the camera rightfully is above her waist. So it doesn't, like, center on her butt. <laughs> but at the same time, I want to see that butt. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit of both, but I mean, I'm, kinda, I'm glad that they were being more respectful. I, I mean, I'm sure there's mods I'm for just, it. You know, no, I don't have a little bit of fun, but like, yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> no, I'm with you. That we're not like listen to listen to any of my Dead Space episode, especially two or three, where I get drunk with Cody Laveau, and you can hear us all talk about ass <laughs> all the time. So go, go find those episodes. You want to hear me talk about ass? Those are great episodes. <laughs> and Snake Eater too, but I don't think I was drunk. For, I I get drunk now every time. I, only I don't drink much, but every time I record with him, I drink, and then we get <laughs> we both get wasted. <laughs> I get pretty wasted by the time we're done. What the hell's going on? I'll, I'll be editing. I'm like, I said that. Oh, I don't remember. So, I want to experience drunk Mike. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. It doesn't happen a lot anymore. <laughs> or in general. Time for drunk cast, monthly drunk cast. Okay. Hey, Patreon incentive. <laughs> if I did that stuff, <laughs> I won't because I can't have anything be Patreon only because it bothered me too much. Oh, and then there's one point you get chased by a giant head that falls down from one of the models or something. I think Mr. X, or not Mr. X, Nemesis knocks it down. I'm guessing. Something to do with him? Yeah, it's the top of the toy store. It's like... Okay, <laughs> the sign. Oh, I didn't see the Mega Man display in, in this that I've seen p- people post pictures of. It's easy to miss. Actually, the first time I played this, I missed the drugstore because you can... You get the jewels because it's it's like in, in 99, you have to get the jewels to open the, into the city hall. But in this, it's just like a puzzle box and I actually missed that my first go around because it's okay, easy to I, miss like the toy store and the drugstore. Because I had a red jewel and I put it in the box and then I never did anything with it. And at the end of the game, the guy, the guy, the game was just like, OK, you can get rid of this now. I'm like, get rid of it. I never even used it. So, OK, I was curious why the hell I had that red jewel for. That makes more sense. I don't I remember. Just, I love I with this and the remake, too, because in the remake, two it was the crocodile. And this is like the head. And it just reminds me of Crash Bandicoot segments. 
where you're just running towards the camera and something is chasing you. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Like someone had a video, I think, of Leon running away from the crocodile and they edited in the fruit from Crash Bandicoot and the music. It's one of my favorite <laughs> I things. I think I've ever. seen that before. I mean, okay, I, I did like the open stuff with the beginning part of this game. Like, I would have liked more running around in the city. There's not enough of that. But at the same time, that was the scarier part for me and the harder part. Where I, I, I like the fact that this game is straightforward pretty much the entire game, which was a nice change for me. Because, like, when you look at, like, me when it came to playing, you know, Resident Evil 2 Remake, I'm constantly using a guide to make sure I don't go to the wrong place. Because I was just so terrified of doing that and getting lost and wasting ammo and fighting things and just, I had infinite ammo, so I wasn't scared of wasting ammo, I should say. But that's just the things that went through my head where in this game, since it's so straightforward, I didn't have that fear, which was nice. I didn't get lost either, which was also nice. But I can understand where where the average person who likes these games would be upset with that. That was my my biggest disappointment because I know people complained that they took out the clock tower and was missing the clock tower. Well, you see a pamphlet of it, but you don't. don't Isn't that where you fight Nemesis in the courtyard of the clock tower? Yeah, but like in '99, you actually go in the clock tower and there was like puzzles you have to solve. Wasn't there like that music box puzzle? Was no, that stupid one with the balls. <laughs> Apparently, not good memories are coming back to Bel Air. So, no, I like Resident Evil 3 because what I love about replaying Resident Evil games is that once you know this, like, once you know the solutions, you can just kind of like go with it. Like, for this and Remake, I just have like a notepad and I have all the safe combinations writ- written down so I don't have to like I immediately find them. Like, it, it kind of hurts my brain because it's just like, how would Jill know that combination? Like, because I have it written down. But in Resident Evil 399, like that stupid water sample puzzle and the ball puzzle, like they're just randomized every single time. So there's no way to like sequence break that stuff. I don't remember that, how I did them. That like, water, she, that water puzzle is a bunch of bullshit. I remember that one. Yeah. But that's another thing about this game. There are very, there's almost like no puzzle. Which, again, I'm not complaining. Personally, I enjoyed it, but I know that was a big thing for a lot of people. I mean, I like that there's not that many puzzles, so. <laughs> I miss that you're not in the city that much. Like, I love running back and forth between the city, and, and that's my favorite part of 99. And now you have, like, these next-generation systems, and it's like, okay, we can really... That's the part that really bummed me out, was like, okay, we have this all this horsepower, all this hardware. What is Raccoon City going to look like? And it seems like you rush by so much stuff. Like, yeah. the diner... It's just like something that you see on the left when Brad is talking to you at the beginning. I'm just like, oh, I want to go in there. That's the place where I like had to go down and the water goes up and stuff like that. But it, that was it my... would have been nice. I mean, I, I'm assuming it was all like this game was kind of rushed, I'm assuming. Or just they didn't give I'm assuming they didn't give the developers many much time to do this game. Like they're just like make something with our assets. I think the weirder part was like whenever all the stuff for three was for three remake was coming out, they had like character profiles and stuff and they had one for Dario and it made it seem like he was going to be a in a bigger part of the game. And he's in this game less than the original. Who's Dario? He's the guy at the beginning that you see get into the big the big bin. Oh, the guy that gets in the semi in the back of the semi truck who in, in regular in 99.3 ends up getting eaten. You, if you go when you go back there, eventually you find him dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's in there about the same. <laughs> like you only like, well in '99, I think you, you. I don't remember if you fight him or you can go back there. I know he's dead. You yeah, have to run old. back to. There's like I think there is ammunition or like containers in there. I th- I thought there was some reason you had to run back. 
for a puzzle but i think if you would go back there that it's open there might be like some craftable ammo stuff why can't i remember the yeah, name there had just... to been i wouldn't have done it unless there was some item that i needed or ammo because yeah, i, I only a, do what... i think it's a gunpowder okay i yeah i, I know i did it because but, but, but maybe i'm thinking of watch when i watch well no i would have had to do it speedruns wouldn't do it so yeah there must have been some point when i ran through it again can you combine like in the remake is there like different gunpowders like in the original, like you can make different kinds of ammo. There is. And I was going to say, man, I, I finished this. I had so much gunpowder A left over. Yeah, I did too. I did not because I used up whatever I got. I just it, I just mixed them together. So I made a lot of handgun bullets. I didn't. I, I, I used handgun a lot in this game more than I should have because that's how I play. I mean, that's good, though. I had like 10 handgun powder left over in my fucking case at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, me too. I did not have any. Well, I was always running low on inventory spots, too. I think I carried too much stuff with me in general because I, I, I have a fear of not having what I need. So I carry a lot of stuff in this game. I have two weird questions. One is House has another weird question, which is for Blair specifically. Uh, one for you guys. How do you feel about the new Nemesis redesign or the second one where he's a big dog monster? Because I fucking hated it. I like it. I thought it was fine. I just think it's so stupid that eventually he like... Because they, they, they introduced the mine weapon, which you only use for that. I guess you can use it later on, but like realistically, it's only good for that fight. And it's like essentially the nemesis saying, I'm going to run at you with my arms extended. And if you get hit, it's your own fault. Because <laughs> like if he never started running around, if he didn't get the zoomies, he would have killed you. <laughs> but he gets uh, I... the zoomies and you fire the mine. And then he's like, oh, no, the zoomies, my one weakness. <laughs> the zoomies. Uh, Charles, what did you think of the of the dog form? Is that his uh, final form? No, no, uh, that's the one in front of the courtyard you fight. I don't think I remember that. It's oh, also dog. he also has that form underground too, where he where he runs around the power plant thing that you where you shock him. It's the bitch can't even swim form. Oh, okay, gotcha. I don't remember what he looks like. I'll have to look it up. Okay, I I personally liked it. I liked fighting him right there. Except what, what got me confused is. Does he grab Jill at that point and infect her like he, he does in the original spike. game? Like you get through the gate and then he like fires a spike at her and that's how she gets infected. Okay, I I think I must have put down the steam deck or had to do other things at, the, at that moment because I did not see that. I was very confused. I knew it was coming because I, I mean, I was expecting to see her get impaled. Because like in 99, doesn't she get impaled by, by the tentacle? Yeah, or he just like whips it at her or something. Yeah, he ends up getting his shirt blown off and I think he becomes unstable. And that's where that's my favorite boss fight because she gets poisoned at the beginning of that fight. So whenever you're fighting Nemesis, you're when you open the status screen, it shows you're infected and you can't really tell what your health is during that fight. So you just kind of have to guesstimate like, oh, I've been hit twice. I need to heal. OK, that's a 99, right? Yes. yes. OK, I mean, I, I, I still liked it. Like, I, I like the fact like when i saw some of the stuff i saw the bridge and i'm like okay cool i mean you have a part in this game we didn't talk about yet where you go to the sewers which adds a new enemy that i'm assuming wasn't if i remember wasn't in 99 those weird i think they're called betas in this but the weird like dinosaur looking monsters that eat you yeah they're like hunter variants they're not they're not nice i found out they're instant kills too by the way i found out by accident i was like oh and i got too close and then in the mouth that's another example like they give you the grenade launcher and it's like use the fire and you fire them like once or twice and they're dead (laughs) or you can be stupid like me and try to use the handgun on them and and then let them get a little too close thank you i think if you shotgun them when their mouth opens up i think that also uh, kills them too 
It does, yeah, yeah, that's what you have to do. But like the flame rounds, like there's a note that says like, oh, there's a character flaw that if the <laughs> it's kind of like Zelda where it's just like blah, 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 highlighted in green part is important, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, da-da-da-da, shoot them with fire or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I there was something like that. I mean, the guy told me to use fire, so that might have been because I actually didn't read any notes again. Because <laughs> that's just apparent. I don't know. That's how I play REs. Apparently, I just don't care. I was gonna watch a video to explain stuff, but I just didn't do, do that either. I guess so. I think I, I know a lot of the story from playing RE and being like engrossed with RE in general. Yeah, because I'm a big fan of the Resident Evil series, even though I haven't played. I'm trying to fix it and play a bunch of because I. Before this podcast, I didn't play a lot of them because they scared the hell out of me. But I love the <laughs> franchise. I scared. Me. That's one series that it, it's been hard for me to to do all these. Like the fact I had to play this game legit. That scared me. Like I don't like playing horror games legit. I like cheating, and I didn't cheat in this one. I actually, well, I'm, yeah, beat it on easy, but I beat it legit because I didn't. I couldn't cheat. <laughs> Where in Resident Evil Two Remake, I bought an infinite SMG for like two or three dollars on sale, and that's how I beat that game. We'll see. I don't know. I'm. Enjoy things however you want. Like I remember, like for years, I only ever played Resident Evil three ninety nine on easy. And if you play that game on easy, they give you like ten item slots, <laughs> the container that holds three first aid sprays, and every single weapon and a pile of ammo. Yeah, that game is so easy on easy. It's crazy. <laughs> yes, it but see, in my head canon, when I play it on easy. I'm just like, okay, Jill gets home from that mansion. The first thing she's doing is Kendo and buying like one of everything. So it's <laughs> like, okay, true. if this happens again, I'm going to be prepared and girl is prepared on easy. <laughs> so that's in that my head. Canon. That's why it's okay. I mean, she should be after what the hell she goes through in, 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 you know, the mansion. I mean, she goes through hell. I mean, this game, they, they, you know, they show the, the psychological effect, you know, she loses her job and everything. They they do that. Also, you mentioned Kendo. I forgot Kendo's even in this game because he's in one small scene where you take a key from his from his from his shop to open a gate, and he still doesn't lock his door. Oh, was that his daughter is in the room? She's infected or something, right? Or she's a zombie? Yeah, because in the remake, in the you remake, go there with Leon, and then his daughter's there, and she's like half infected. Yeah, I don't remember that because I I oh, beat remake with so Leon. Sad. <laughs> Isn't there DLC for two remake where she's in it or something too? Or not her, but like Kendo? Isn't there like well, one of the ghost stories? Yeah, they have a bunch of what if scenarios where he plays oh. like Kendo and like the mayor's daughter. I found those way too hard. I could never beat any of them. Okay, I didn't know they were what if. I thought maybe they were just like extra stuff that was happening. So I uh, I wanted to bring that up too because one of the what ifs has the the enemy stolen from it for this game. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the and- white things. Yeah, they're they're called pale heads. It, it's funny because in the what if, as soon as you start off with uh, the mayor's daughter, you read a note and it says, "Oh, look out for the pale heads. They're they're invulnerable and they require magnum headshots." And you walk into a hallway and there's a clearly only used in the sequence very pale face zombie. And then you end up using your one magnum round you have on it. And then when you go in the hallway, you see the actual ones where they're naked and gross and white and all this other shit. I hate those things. Yeah, I I didn't like them in here. They weren't that hard. I mean, you could kill them with handguns in this game. You just had to shoot them enough. Yeah, but they must save like a hundred bullets. Like they just they take so long. Not to for go me. Down. They didn't seem that bad when I played. Yeah, I, I kill I, I kill almost everything I see in this game because that how I play horror games. I kill everything. <laughs> I don't want it to come back. Like I would even go in a room, grab the item, and still kill the zombies before I left the room just because. I mean, that's probably why I was running low on ammo as the game progressed. But hey. I just I feel that need to always kill everything in a game, especially a horror game. 
I don't like to leave stuff because it bothers me that it might come back and find me. Goblin brain. <laughs> Mind <laughs> goblin. Also, I terrified. Horror games terrify me. I uh, we also kind of kind of skipped over it too because we went to the second phase. How'd you guys like the first phase of Nemesis? On the roof? Yeah. I really like that fight. I like the lead up to that fight where you run up the tower and he's chasing after you. That's a kick-ass scene. And then she gets in the fucking car and she just drives off the the roof in the car and he's in the front. Oh, it's great. It is a really good scene. That's a good fight. Well, that's a that's a start. Like that's that's a very opening. Um, yeah, the the boss fight is it's really weird because a lot of it's just like okay, lure him over to the electrical thing and then shoot the giant red thing on his back. <laughs> oh, the first fight's a flamethrower. Never mind. I still yeah. like that part too. That's that was good. Chelsea, what about you? What do you think? I mean, I know you just watched it. What do you think of the flamethrower thing? Is that that's in the beginning where he's got the trash bag on his face? <laughs> I think it's after because no, the trash bag is the part where I was where I forgot and, and mushed things together where you drive the car off. Then you fight him with Ron where he has a flamethrower on his back. It's right after the sewer, I think. Yeah, because it's after that where you fuck him up and you don't really see him again until he's in dog form. What part do you take his trash bag off his face <laughs> when you drive off the off the parking lot structure? Oh, okay, gotcha. Where he grabs you through the window and then she just drives the car off with him in front of it. And the car just lands on him. Like, I just, oh, I, Jill is badass in this, though, at least. That, that is one thing I got to say. They made her a badass. Did they have air brags in 98? I think so. Yeah, they didn't go off in that car. Oh, <laughs> it's an older car. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they would have air I'm pretty sure airbags were around. I could Google, but I don't care enough to answer that question. We don't have no. enough money in the budget to animate airbags. I mean, that might be true. I mean, considering because they cut out they cut out the cemetery from 99. They cut out running through the streets more. They cut out the gas station, which is in this is just a cut scene where he lures Nemesis to a gas station. Carlos does. And they just blow the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And And why does Carlos where does Carlos go the first time he leaves you when you play as him? He goes to the police station. Oh, yeah, that that wasn't in 99, right? If I remember correctly. Uh, You go to the PlayStation as Jill. I actually like that better here. And I I do like how they show how Martin gets infected. Yeah, I thought I don't like that part. But yeah, I thought he was stupid. (laughs) But I get it. I mean, it must be hard seeing, you know, your friends, you know, co-worker all of a sudden, you know, being a zombie. Yeah, well, just think about like if your wife was a zombie and then she had a moment of clarity and you're like, oh, maybe she's better. And then the thing happened like, nope, put a bullet in her head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean, that you're a zombie. If I can tell, it. like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. bullet in the head. Sorry, but <laughs> like we're not. As I mean, it's it's easy enough to say that. But like, I in know. the situation like no, I, I, don't I, I agree with you 100 <laughs> percent. I just said in case you can hear me. My <laughs> husband. But no, it. I mean, I, I get it. I, it was cool to see it. And it is cool that you get to kill Brad as, you know, Carlos. I mean, I I, I would have rather had Jill go to the police station, too. But that was a good part. I mean, again, it's reusing assets. So, I mean, it's good for I'm just glad it was short that you're not there very long for that monster place. I just love actually how they show like they go out of their way to be like, oh, there. Here's why the steam pipe is on in two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with little stuff like that. I mean, they were trying to put some puzzles in, you know, so that was fine. There were a decent amount of zombies in that police station, though, and you fight a liquor for a little bit. I mean, see, I haven't played two in, like, two years, so it's like, I didn't remember, I don't remember a lot of two. I was watching a, a video, a speedrun of two a little bit, and then it, some of the stuff clicked a little better for me. 
But I'd forgotten that after the train station where Jill goes on the train, the train gets blown up like it does in 99. Carlos had left to go to police station because he was sent to what, go find some scientist, right, by Umbrella, is what it was? Because Umbrella wanted the guy that made the vaccine, I think, wanted him, wanted him to kill him or something? Yes. Okay. I do like that subplot with the whole vaccine, and then, you know, I don't remember if 99 has it, but this game does a decent job of showing, of having you really, you know, them showing you, like, they're trying to stop, you know, the government from blowing up the city. I mean, it doesn't work, but they're trying. I'm probably super wrong, but if I remember correctly, isn't Carlos just, like, make the gear on his own by like finding like files and stuff yeah they just go to the hospital and then you just get items and then it's just there like this provides actual context which i appreciated same i would i'd also like to thank chelsea after she posted that picture i found the shirtless carlos mod so i played my game the whole game with shirtless carlos (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) and and my god did they make sure to put chest hair on that man (laughs) (laughs) Good thing I just took a sip of water because things are starting to get thirsty. <laughs> I'm glad that you modded it. I thought it was hilarious that the Australians, when you first loaded this game up, you're like, hmm, somebody modded this before. And you had Eris as Jill, and I forget what Nemesis was. I think Shrek. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I was, I was very drunk last time I played this. <laughs> I'm okay with the Eris part. I was a little confused about the Shrek part, but. Oh. I was like, okay, Shrek, all right. I mean, Shrek is scary, so I'll, I'll go with it. I do love the modding community, what they do sometimes with games. I know Resident Evil 2 Remake has so many fucking mods for Claire and Leon and Mr. X. Like Thomas the Tank Engine, I think, they had for, like, Mr. X. It's <laughs> <laughs> also for Nemesis. Oh, there's some really cool stuff. and I, I, I appreciate that heavily. And, and another thing I want to mention in this game, like, you have the police station with Carlos, and then after... That's when Jill gets, then Jill has her part with this, I think the sewers are after the sewers, and then she gets captured, and then she gets, she gets infected, and then, because that first half of the, of that game, of this game takes place before Resident Evil 2 happened, and then she's out for a day, and Carlos is trying to get to her, and then you have the second half of the game where it takes place after RE2, correct? My time frame? Yeah. They kind of, they like intertwine, almost. Yeah, they're just not, he goes to the police station before Leon gets there. Yeah. We're, we're also forgetting my least favorite antagonist in the entire Resident Evil series. Oh, that's not a, that's not by accident. Nikolai. Oh, I love Nikolai in this. <laughs> I fucking hate Nikolai in this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for him either. I mean, he makes more sense in this, but I don't like him. Oh, I could have done cool. without him. Is he still alive, like in the timeline? He could be. Like, is he going to be an RE9? That'd be well, kind of I mean, cool. they left him on the roof of the police station as a nuclear explosion was about to go off. <laughs> yeah, but isn't there an ending uh, in the original where like he's in a helicopter or something? He, yeah, There's multiple endings, so this is something like that kind of also annoying about this is that, because in 3 you he can get away or you can shoot him down. Yeah, that's it. And then Barry comes and gets you. Barry! Yeah. But it's there's no Barry Burton in this one. <laughs> oh, that sucks. There's no Barry ending. No, there's I just really like, don't want to play it. There, there's <laughs> also there's also no more fake endings that don't go anywhere in this. But they invented a new oh, fake ending that doesn't like go anywhere. <laughs> the what, Chelsea? Like the little epilogue things. Yeah, the ones that none of where none of them are canon except for where, maybe like, like two. Carlos and Jill like are on a cruise ship or something. <laughs> She's wearing a white dress. Yeah. Okay. I have never. I only beat 
Nemesis once and then put it down. Yeah, I did not see any of that. That was part of the kind of because I mean, in Nemesis or Resident Evil 399, like you have the kind of choose your own adventure things where it's like jump in the hole or don't jump in the hole. So that's like part of the replay value. And then if you finish it on normal, you would get like an epilogue that's like, oh, after the mansion, Rebecca did this. And then you finish it again. And it's like, oh, Chris went here. And then you had another one that's like Ada's alive, actually. Surprise. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I, I would that would have been I mean this game does have a lot of replay, replayability. That would have been nice to have that. It, it I, does, I do want but it's a different type. Yeah, no, it does have a lot of replayability, just yeah. No, I I didn't mean I I know it came off like that, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's what I yeah. said. Oh, it, it does. It's just like a, it's kind of a different flavor because this is all about like you would get items that help you sequence break and get through the things faster. Where in Resident Evil 399, it was you got awesome costumes. Like there was a Regina from Dino Crisis costume and <laughs> um, all the epilogues, which is really missed here. Well, if I remember correctly, like. Only like I said earlier, only like two of those epilogues actually go anywhere, which I believe is like the Ada one and the Hunk one. Because, oh, and the Leon one, and the I think is there one for uh, Sherry too. Yes. But but the Leon one makes it sound like he actually was taken by umbrella or umbrella operatives, and I think the same thing for Sherry too. So I don't know if those still technically count. I mean, it would make sense to be honest. Like you think after everything they went through, Umbrella would definitely want to capture them and kill them. <laughs> so. I've only played six twice and Sherry does that. have some type of superpower in that. And I can't remember because I think her and Jake kind of commiserate like, oh, we were have these lives where like we were under a microscope. So I'm not sure. I, I played six. Sherry has superpowers. She uh she gets stabbed and uh, Jake rips the helicopter piece out of her and she heals like not almost instantly, but it's fast enough. Yeah, but okay, I, I can't. I, I can't remember if they establish if it's from the G virus, like just in yes. her system. Okay. Yeah, it's from it's from a like a reverse Weskering where they because she got <laughs> infected and then heal and then they injected her with the with the antidote. It was more of kind of like a it wasn't really to cure her, but to like get rid of the parasite that was inside of her. Okay. Oh yeah, because she gets infected by Perkin. Yeah, in a gross way. Oh, yes. Uh, what I do want to talk about, we haven't talked about the, the hospital yet. I think they do a really good job with, with the hospital in this game. Like, it, I mean, first you had the part where you run around with Carlos, where you bring Jill there and you're trying to save her and find an antidote. And then eventually it does go to where you play as Jill and you can run back through there with a lockpick and find items that you would that you couldn't get before, which I did, too. I but, do like exploring it, but it also has one of my least favorite parts in this entire game. And that's the siege. Yeah, I was not a fan of that part either. I mean, I think it's cool how they're coming because they follow. I think the, I forget the black guy's name. They follow him. He Tyrell. essentially brings you a horde. <laughs> he brings a horde to your door and then he is all injured and locks himself in the room with Jill and you pile a bunch of crap in front of it. The zombies will knock over if you if they go in there. Is it an instant? Is it instant game over? Once they beat down the luggage enough. Yeah. Oh, I came close then. I came really close then because, yeah, they beat down the luggage pretty good and they were about to get it. They were getting I was wondering because he's in there. I wonder if he's going to help shoot a little bit if you as they get in there or if he just gets overrun. Oh, so, Chelsea, did you watch a speed run of this or did you watch somebody do a let's play? No, I've just uh, I've watched let's plays. OK, I think that's better, too, because you get more of a taste of what a person goes through where in speed runs, they know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's a yeah, lot different. Sure. taste. I mean, I prefer speed runs because I got to uh, gotta go fast. So. Yeah. 
I wouldn't consider myself a speedrunner for this, but like once you like start accumulating because you can get like notebooks that are like you take less damage and your window for dodging is better. Like you can finish this game in well under an hour. (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah, you because you can sequence break the entire city because you get the lockpick right away and the crowbar right away. You can buy those, and then you can, get, you can eventually get, like, a rocket launcher with, like, unlimited ammo and, like, a bunch of buffs. So you're basically like untouchable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the only... I finished this on Nightmare. I actually have the Platinum on PlayStation 4. Um, nice. The only... The hardest thing is being Nemesis Final Form, because you have to perfect dodge everything, because if you don't, you immediately get killed. Oh, what the fuck? I think there's another, there's another way around that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm sure there is, but like I was, that was probably not invented when I was doing it, or I just never looked it up. It's it was really hard because I flew through the entire game, but then Nemesis is you have to like shoot the pods, and then yeah. like the window for pushing and the power conduits is very very small. You can get like one done or barely one done in between it is what I think it is. Yeah, nightmare. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no interest for me. I'm good. Uh- <laughs> So one of the one of the main reasons why I also really wanted Mike to play this game, Blair, Chelsea, are you guys familiar with Parasite Eve? I am. Yes, but I've never played them. That's fine. Oh, I haven't played. I haven't played the first one in like forever. I can get uh, you uh, a way to play it on your PC, Chelsea, if you want. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like you only need to play the first one. Just stop after that. <laughs> I like to. Why am I the only one who likes to? Oh, because it's you like so a bad game. Boring. <laughs> Third birthday is better than two. No, oh, you don't say God. that. Third no, I 100% disgusting. mean it. Disgusting. I like third birthday. I fucking hate it, too. Hate I, it, too. I took the third birthday out of my PSP and threw it at a wall. <laughs> I have a copy, actually, to my left of me, which I didn't play that version, but I have a copy next to me. And I bought actually brand new, I think. <laughs> so I went. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's still unopened. Anyways, I got real Parasite <laughs> vibe, Ebs, whenever you, you go into the, the, you start off the, uh, the Nemesis, the third phase fight. Because he's metamorphosing, and and the music gets real techno, techno classical music. And I love Parasite. That is such a good horror game. <laughs> God, that's a good game. Oh yeah, Charles. If you want to, if you want to play it, it's a PS One game. I can get you ways to play it on your PC. So just is it? Uh, it's I've heard it's like Resident Evil, but like with RPG elements. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. And you can level up and stuff, and you can also fuck your stuff completely too. But it's a really good game. So yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, it's I, I really like it. I wish Square would do like the because I know they put like Final Fantasy seven, eight and nine and like Switch and stuff and Chrono Cross like and I, I know Parasite Eve. It's like a licensing issue because they don't technically own that's a licensed IP, but they got it on nope. PlayStation three. So like, man, get that one out. That's the one I want. I don't care about Chrono Cross and all this stuff. Like give me oh. Parasite Eve. Oh. Chrono Cross is actually really good, though. So <laughs> the remake really good. Yeah, I finished it once, but like I don't need to do that again. But like Parasite Eve is like a great fifteen-hour Christmas game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It, no, I wish I wish it would come back out. That would make me happy. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, unfortunately. Oh, and another thing I, I want to mention: like after we go, after you go through the the hospital and and with everything with Jill, you end up going into the basement of the hospital. It turns out to be a whole factory for some reason. That you didn't go into that where they, you know, you have that's where the secret lab is. And I know some people had complaints about this lab because it's very generic. And, and no, it's not as cool as what two was, but I still liked it. I was I had no I enjoyed the final sequence of this game a lot. 
up until the Nemesis fight, I did not yeah. like because I didn't know what to do. It's just a creative use of assets again, but that's what I, I like about because kind of like the context of the final area in Resident Evil 3 is like the dead factory and it's like we don't know what to do with any of this junk, so we just put it here and this you actually kind of like it it makes more sense. Like they just wouldn't have like a crappy factory where they just store a bunch of dead bodies. <laughs> here they actually have like a lab for vaccine research and they have like kind of the tank for getting rid of biological material. Doesn't work very good with Nemesis. Like you get to the very end. No, I, I agree. I do like all that. And I like the fact that it's all you trying, you know, trying to get the vaccine and the whole idea like, hey, we got in control, you know, we got in contact with the military that if we can get them a vaccine, they won't blow us to kingdom come. And it's all because Nikolai is an asshole and steals the vaccine from you that you're in this, you're in more of this mess than you, you know, you take longer than you should be, even though timing wise, they never would have had enough time. I felt to get it there somehow. So that's something I wanted to bring up with Nikolai. It's like, one, I don't understand the Nikolai hate. He's such a cartoonishly evil villain, and Neil Newborn just, like, revels in that stuff. I like him more than Heisenberg, who just says bitch way too much. Oh, see, I love Heisenberg. Goddamn he's, it, Blair. He's just scary Terry. I'm just like, oh, he's, 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 he's in Village. Oh, okay. He, he is Nicolas Cage. You leave that man alone. Oh, he is nowhere <laughs> near as Nicolas Cage. I just like, he's like scary Terry. I'm just like, oh, geez, he certainly says bitch a lot. Um, <laughs> um, I really should play village, huh? Yeah. Yeah. In the uh, note, it kind of mentions, I know in three, like they were all the supervisors and they're like, we intentionally sent in UBCS to get slaughtered to see what they would be like, what the monsters are like under extreme circumstances and these soldiers. But in this, it kind of hints that he's with someone else else to sell it to someone else other than umbrella maybe whatever wesker yeah but i don't know if in 399 if that was it was hinted that he was like a double agent i thought he was just like an umbrella person who was like i'm a supervisor i was sent here by the company to do this yes he wasn't in that i'm pretty sure i think you're right that that's what he was doing in, in 99 but this game they changed it completely and it's so weird that like they because like the thing that I love about Resident Evil is like I love its ongoing continuity, but they love to like people kind of poke fun at like the MCU, how they like start all these threads that go nowhere. And Resident Evil just has like so many threads that go nowhere. <laughs> oh, and in this and this one, they just make more. <laughs> well, what I'm, I'm going to backpedal a little bit is the reason why I don't like Nikolai as as a dumb cartoony character only because of the really dumb fact of. Okay, Nikolai, so you're going to sell the virus that's going to probably end the world. At what point are you just kind of like, well, there has to be a world. Otherwise, money's fucking useless. And that, that's <laughs> that's really where my Some people don't is. think like that. But yeah, I, mean, I know. <laughs> apply that logic to, well, and I mean, that's the whole thing about the Resident Evil universe, right? Is that, oh, we have this virus that turns people into uncontrollable monsters and then it gets out of control. It's like, well, there's also guns. <laughs> like you don't need to buy a green reptile ape monster for all this money. You can just buy a bunch of machine guns if you want to kill people. Like, <laughs> like but it's more creative. Model, when I know, but it's like I guess the, like in this universe, it's like you have bombs and guns. All of this is really stupid. And <laughs> just thinking about like the logic of the movies, where there actually is an apocalypse. And Umbrella's like, okay, we still have to do shady experiments. It's like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, when the world comes back, we can still make money. 
But I don't. I feel like in the movie series, the world ain't coming back. But then again, I've never seen the last movie yet, so I need to remedy that. Well, technically, at the end of the third one, it should come back, and in the sixth one, it might. Uh, we'll get yeah. there. Yeah, we'll get okay. there one day. I've um, only seen three, four. I've seen one, two, three, four, and five, and then I stopped. And then I still, and now I've seen one and two for the show so far in my rewatch. If you even want to go into more silly things it, with Umbrella, it's they also have other technology they work on and they refuse to like make it better because it's, hey, guys, what should we invest more money on? Should we use like these weird reptile men or should we invest money in this big electrical? What was it? What is it, a plasma cannon railgun? The railgun? Yeah, that that is now portable because they changed it from the remake. And it's like, well, the real gun uses too much battery, so we're not going to keep continue with it. But you're going to continue with a thing that could eat you at any moment. And it, the reason why it doesn't, because it's unconscious. <laughs> OK, I do like the railgun stuff. Well, one of my complaints that I had with this game early on that that cause they take the famous line from the original from 99 is that you want stars. I'll give you stars is what Jill says to Nemesis when she kills him. And they have that early on in this game. I think when she drives the car off the cliff and I was like, oh, OK, they took, you know, they took my line that I really like. And I like that when she when she does that a lot. So and in, it, it's not there. It's it's after you you because uh, she goes under the rails at the subway and then rolls back and gets her to follow him. So Carlos can get away. And that line can also get interrupted if he hits you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. That's when she said it. OK. Yeah. Because she's OK. She's using it because she's bait, essentially. So. Okay. I haven't played this game. This has been a couple of weeks. I've actually beaten like three games since I played this game. <laughs> so I don't remember as much as I should. That's why we're here. Because <laughs> I finish this more times than I care to count. <laughs> I did not and will not. Okay. Another thing that, that I, I, I do want to mention is also like the whole like the whole idea is that you're fighting in the end, you're fighting Nemesis. Nikolai is kind of, you know, because Nemesis is still hunting her and he's kind of, and he, you know, he's just trying to get away with the vaccine and use it as, you know, keep you busy essentially. And then when you do finally fight Nemesis, you fight him in a room with the portable railgun. That is a cool fight. I died like four times before I looked up what to do where someone's like, yeah, shoot the pods. Because I wasn't shooting the pods. I was just going to push the tanks in and he kept instant killing me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I realized, shoot the pods. Shoot the glowing things. So you have played around. Yeah, it's like every Resident Evil thing. It's like there's always the goopy glowing thing that you have to shoot. (laughs) Yeah, I I got nothing. I got nothing why Mike's brain didn't figure that out right away. See, I actually had a friend and he was playing Resident Evil 5 and I didn't realize until that moment that he was actually colorblind because oh. he was fighting a boss. And I was like, dude, oh. you just have to shoot the glowing red thing. He's like, I cannot see red. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it. I wasn't I didn't have an excuse like that. I didn't have a real excuse. I just was being dumb. That was my excuse. But it's so cool. I like it that she, you know, she finally takes a railgun and shoves it in his mouth and his and just lights them up and just that's how she kills them and she's like you didn't take the hint i like that i do like that line you were right Blair. that was a good line you know because he essentially is a stalker so it worked out perfectly to have that line yeah i I don't think oh and then you were talking about like because one thing about this game like the replayability after you beat it you unlock points is that by doing like certain objectives then yeah so essentially it's like you get it's a kill x many enemies with a handgun kill x many enemies with a grenade launcher finish it on certain difficulties, finish in a certain time. Okay. And then you use the points to buy like unlimited ammo and you get like a fire knife. It's called a hot docker, which I love. <laughs> and I think the, the big bummer about this, cause like you can tell that with resident evil two, there was a budget and this, there wasn't because like in two, 
what I really missed here is that like you could get the original soundtrack and play with the original soundtrack. And then they have like the weird 98 models that you can play as. And that's all not here. And that's probably because it was like, okay, we have a gap in our release schedule. We have all these assets. Let's get a remake of three out because this isn't like a very big game. And that's like what I miss about this is like, I wanted like the 99 Jill in this like realistic world. Like it was in the police station, Resident Evil two and like the original soundtrack. Cause like the end credits music, of three is some of my favorite Resident Evil music, and it's kind of here, but it's not the same. I didn't even notice the music. <laughs> I did play this game on mute most of the time, but that was mostly just to hear things that were trying to kill me. I don't notice music in general. I don't have a good ear for that. I just like the fact, I mean, I thought it was cool. It had a lot of unlockables, and, you know, it's not, and it's nice that this game does have a lot of replayability, because it is a, it is a pretty short game. I, I can get it, people who paid 60 bucks for this are upset, or 70 bucks, or whatever the hell it is now for a brand new game. I, I can get that. I paid 15 bucks and got those a bunch of with Resident Evil Revelations and a bunch of other Resident Evil games I didn't have, like Resident Evil Revel- Revelations 2. So I didn't care. But I can completely see where you'd be, where someone would be pissed off. See, I do and I don't because of this. When I think about, so I, I think about Call of Duty, for example, and I've only finished two Call of Duty games in my life. That's because they were free on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> and I think they're fun campaigns. But I'm not going to pay $100 just to play a four-hour good campaign. When, like, Call of Duty, the value proposition is you get a campaign, plus you get multiplayer. So Resident Evil 3 was, like, you know, five-hour game. You're going through the first time, maybe longer. And it has a multiplayer game. If you don't want to engage in the multiplayer game like I did, that's part of the value proposition where you get two games. If you don't want to do it, that's kind of your taste. That's like how I look at a Call of Duty game. It's like, I'm not going to buy this for $60 and play the four hour thing and not get, you know, called the N word by a 14 year old. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. No, I I get that. I won't play. I don't play anything multiplayer. I just, I have no interest in multiplayer at all with anything. Just not my style. So this game, because also, because I remember my fiance's brother bought this and he was disappointed because he wanted a game. He can like, sink his teeth into and this came in around the same time as seven remake part one and he was like oh, i should have bought that one instead because like the value in this is like you know it's not a one and done game if you if you don't want to invest time into replaying it then yeah it's not but like i really got into like going over and getting really fast times and like sequence breaking it because like once you start skipping those cutscenes, it's like under an hour just to fly through this <laughs> It must have been weird, too, if this game came out, you know, right when the pandemic started, like we talked about earlier. It was my comfort game, to be honest, like all the Resident Evil series was like I ordered the long box version of 98 or the original because that one's harder just to like challenge myself. (laughs) No, I get that. The pandemic hit everybody differently. I mean, it's like such a weird thing, though. It's like, what's your comfort thing? It's like throwing my house into a spooky place with monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if it, whatever, you know, it, it, it is what it is for each person. Like, I mean, I don't remember this very well in April because I, I know a friend of mine, one of my one of my co-hosts at the time had, had gotten this game when it first came out and took a break from the show because he was so excited to play this game and then not happy <laughs> after he played it because it wasn't what he wanted because he was expecting, like, you know, like what two was. And this wasn't I, that. I played Resident Evil 3 on my special edition PS4 Death Stranding edition. <laughs> I do need to play that one day. 
Hey, that's a long fucking game. Yeah, that's why I haven't played it yet. <laughs> but I can play on the Steam Deck, so it, it'd go by much easier. But or any last thing you guys want to say about, about Resident Evil 3 before we go on to questions, comments, or memories? Anything mentioned? Oh, the ending, the post-credits thing. What oh, God, does everyone yeah. think of that? What was the post-credits? I don't think I stuck around long enough for that. Well, it's it, it's very vague. It's like the, the broken vaccine vial is on a table, and then someone reaches over and grabs it, and it's like... I never did any investigation into this. Like, who 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 does it, people think that is? It's Jill. Is it Jill. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even see that. Because I would love for Resident Evil 9 to not be, like, after Village. I would love if Resident Evil 9 was, like, between 3 and 4. Oh, and I was hoping that. that that's what they were going to do. Because I would love a non-Umbrella Chronicles version of, like, the Fall of Umbrella. Like, yeah. I think they really need to do that again. So, I know you're talking about. So, I'm going to carbon date myself here, as I usually do. There have been two leaks out already. One's been for a while and kind of got confirmed, and the other one is for nine. The one that we're supposed to be still waiting on is Resident Evil Outbreak. That's supposed to be an exclusive or a time exclusive for the Switch, where we get to play as Rebecca Chambers. That may or may not have been confirmed because Capcom released a look forward to Resident Evil in 2023. And it has Resident Evil 2 Claire, Resident Evil 0 Rebecca, Resident Evil 4 Leon, and Resident Evil 3 Remake Jill. And the only one that's not remade on that cover is Rebecca. So people are like, oh shit. Oh, that makes (laughs) sense. Yeah. And the other one is the same guy that leaked RE8 a couple years ago and got pretty much all of it right. Released uh, the leak for 9 and it's, I think you're supposed to be playing as Chris. It's supposed to take place after 8, because there is something at the ending of 8 that teases it, which uh, is weird and interesting. But it's supposed to take place in, like, semi-open world. There's supposed to be three areas. What? There's supposed to be three areas, and uh, it's supposed to deal with, deal with uh, witchcraft again and all this other stuff. Oh. And it's supposed to be, it's supposed to call, which is weird because that's named after the movie, but it's called Resident Evil 9 Apocalypse. And it has to do around with a cult trying to summon some kind of demon, or not demon, but a, what the hell do they call it in the universe? Bioweapon. They're releasing a bioweapon summon before like the moon turns red or something. So you mean you're playing Silent Hill? All of that (laughs) sounds absolutely awful. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Well, it's, I'll, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt because when this is the same, the way they re, they released it is the way the same way eight sound and people were dogging when it's like, oh, what do you mean Resident Evil Eight's gonna have werewolf people? How's that gonna work? And then the game came out and everybody loved it. So I'm giving it, yeah. And also it's it's a it's a grain of salt leak. They could release nine and it's completely not about that. And you know, so I know nine's gonna be the ending to that trilogy of seven, eight, and nine. Well, they ended it in eight. There is oh. no trilogy; it's just two. Oh, that's too bad. Ethan's yeah. done. Then I don't want so, to know why. But have you? Oh, you'll find out why and how crazy it is. Okay, I don't so, know anything about eight other than it exists and the DLC came out. It's supposed to be really good, and that's about all I know. So the DLC kind of confirms that, like, the post-credit thing from eight is actually like far in the future. Does it? Yeah, because she's there's no like hyper maybe we shouldn't get into this is this is big spoilers for mike i'd rather wait then well then it, it's revealed that the at the ending or the dlc for eight you play as his daughter 
Yeah, so I know that, part. but it's not it's not a hyper growth. It's actual growth. So it is 15 years after. Yeah, and I think how I, think, I think that's why they decided to not continue on as a trilogy because they were worried of of making Chris and Jill too old and all oh, the other characters. That well, that's the thing. I think mostly the leak is like, okay, I'm willing to see, but like, I'm just. I think Chris Redfield is like the worst Resident Evil character. <laughs> like he is the least interesting character in the entire series. And I, I don't know if that's a hot take. Chels, what's your opinion? I heard something. Uh, okay, first of all, team Chris all the way. Chris is way better than Leon. There, I said it. That's my hot. <laughs> I just like think like so in Resident Evil One, I would rather be Jill than Chris. And in Code Veronica Claire is the bulk of it. Like my favorite Chris is Code Veronica Chris, Hell where yeah. he's like an actual human being, not Dwayne Johnson. Before he forgot, <laughs> before he found out what steroids are. Yeah, before he like you know he went to go free Claire from that metal door, and he's like, I will never let another obstacle beat me again. <laughs> so then he just takes human growth hormones so he can beat the crap out of rocks. Like Jill needs to come back. There's not enough Jill in the world. Like you don't need more Chris. Is that Jill in Revelations one? Yeah, but that game was kind of like a nothing game where like <laughs> it's like, like revelations, but like what are you revealing? That something happened. But we made a cool game. Thank well, you, yeah, Blair. I've said that for years. <laughs> Rev- revelations two is where it's at. That one actually has weight. Yeah, that might happen. That'll probably happen this year. I think I need to finally play that, so I'm gonna try to make myself play it this year because it's time, and I own it now thanks to this copy. Because it came with it in the humble bundle. Oh, and one thing I almost forgot to say that we should have talked that we should talk about. Is in this game after you beat Nemesis, you go up to the roof, you fight Nikolai, sort of like cutscene wise, you shoot him, and then we were saying, like, you leave him on there as they escape and leave the place before it blows up. Doesn't it get blown up pretty quickly when they're flying away? Oh, yeah. And nuclear yeah. bombs have EMP, so they would be dead, but hey, that's okay. We can we can skip that reality part. That's okay. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they're close enough to the EMP blast of a nuclear bomb that they would not be okay. Pretty sure. If movies yeah. have taught me anything, I'm pretty sure they're too close. Re- replaying this game does solidify the whole thing of I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad but I wouldn't be surprised if Nikolai does end up coming back. Yeah, but there's yeah. so much stuff that like they like I I'm a Code Veronica stan and <laughs> man I'm waiting for like Steve Burnside to come back and have a happy ending with Claire. Yes, well, they, Claire, why would you want Steve back? Claire? <laughs> because he's. Excellent. And at the end of Code Veronica, they made a new cutscene where Wester's like, he might come back. And then 20 plus years later, it's like, yeah, we forgot about that. Look, Blair, I got two gold Lugers, Blair. Yeah. Yeah, but he has like an arc where he's like, (laughs) so sorry. I do need to. And I know know exactly who I'm bugging. I need to play Code Code Veronica is the one one of the RE games I have never beaten at all well that's okay, zero. one of my favorites and as the only canadian in this room sorry is like you know all of those people are canadian claire redfield lunetta clown jubilee national treasure <laughs> i do need to play code Ronk. i need to play zero i need to play re1 ps1 versions so that's all my list of needs. those are literally all my favorites <laughs> well i know who i'll be bugging when i because i mean re1 ps1 will happen for sure because it's a short game and i can throw it on but I'm, I'm gonna i need to play all of them and i really need to do five and i really want to play six when we first did the very first recording of the show and none of the people that are still on the show besides me we talked about six in our 
in our like testing audio, we talked about six for some reason, just because, and I have been t- telling myself one day I'm going to play it. And it's been now about to be at the time you're hearing it's almost four years since the show started. So, so I will say when you eventually tackle five, you're going to have to make a buddy system. Yeah. That's one reason why five hasn't been on the show yet. Yeah. And it was I, like going back to the leaks you were talking about. It's funny. Hey, you mentioned there was supposed to be a game on the switch with Rebecca and it's like, what's it with Rebecca Chambers and being on a Nintendo system and then the game getting canceled? Because that's oh. what happened with Zero the N64. Yeah. Uh, no, th- so as far as I know, there are a lot of the reasons why I think the Rebecca game hasn't been released yet is because uh, Capcom's trying to release a Resident Evil game every every couple of months or every year. Because, was it, 2 came out? 2 came out 3 years ago, then 3, then 8 came out like last year. Yeah. Or- yeah, yeah two was a 2018 and then because they trade off like Resident Evil and Monster Hunter almost because mm-hmm. I think it was like 28, 2017 was Biohazard. Then it was remake. Was that 2018 or 19? I think it's 18. Is two? No, two is 19 because two came out when this podcast had already started. This podcast started 2019. That's when remake two comes out because I know there was like a like every year there was like an awesome January game. It was like Resident Evil seven. Then like Monster Hunter World, and then Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 was was 2019, Resident Evil 3 was 2020, and then Resident Evil 8 was 2021. So there was only, there was barely a year. Wow, that's crazy. Well, yeah, yeah, they had it all planned, that's why. And RE, RE4 was supposed to come out this year, but like I said, the, the I know for a fact the team that made Resident Evil 3 Remake was in the middle of making 4, and whenever the, the uh, reviews and everything for 3 came out, Capcom went, oh, we are not fucking this remake up. And they completely yeah. dissolved the team and remade it from square one. Okay. I remember that much, yeah. All right, we should go on to questions, comments, memories, because I have a fuck ton that I want to read. So, uh, first from the I watched the entire Open Blood Super Replay group. Uh, first, I got from Ian Bauer. That's the friend of the show. It was on our Parasite Eve 2 episode. Kind of bring it back. <laughs> um, he says, I like 3 a lot, both the original and remake. It's unfortunate that the decision moments were taken out. I like that you could let time run out and that it was its own decision. I also like that if you were able to take Nemesis down, you would receive weapon parts for a high-end pistol. You still get that, I think, right? Even though you don't get many chances for it, but you still get a high-end pistol. You can get it right at the beginning if you grenade Nemesis and get the cases. Okay, I got one case. Then I never came back. Yeah, the, the two times I grenade him... I always get both parts. It's whenever you first meet him, and then uh, when you get the cutscene, yeah, because you can't do it twice in a row. Whenever you get the cutscene where he, you see him turning people into the big blobby heads. Which, by the way, has anyone ever seen what that looks like? If that happens, Jill. Yes, Chelsea. No. It's terrifying. Like the game actually, <laughs> like after she gets killed, you actually she's still walking around for a hot minute, and when it gets to you died, she's still walking around. It's fucking weird. <laughs> okay. I'm 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 good. <laughs> I don't think I need to see that. I I do not like those. Those things reminded me way too much of RE4, and I'm I'm er, I'm good. Oh, okay. And from Cade Groundland, the blue aquatic hunters are easily one of the most disgusting enemies I've ever encountered in a video game, and felt squeamish whenever they caught you because of the sound it makes. They snap Jill in half backwards. Oh, yeah. Fucking hate those things. I am with you. All right. And from David Lewis, I want more, Jill. RE3R was way too brief and felt trimmed down, was disappointed there wasn't more Nemesis pursuit. Gameplay is great, has some great lines and moments. Bitch can't even swim and is an all-timer, but it pales in comparison to RE2R from a game design perspective. 100%. I mean, there's no question there. Right, and then from Wayne Wheatley, I liked it. Get it on sale if you can, because it's pretty short. 
I did. I did. I'm happy. I'm really glad I got it on sale. But yeah, I, I got it in a huge humble bundle pack. Thanks, that Wayne. Definitely worth it. <laughs> and from Seth Cameron, it's good, but just disappointing compared to the original. It took stuff out, didn't have the original OST and sound swap like RE2 Make had, and just too short. I was happy they at least had the original character look since I liked them more than the remake version. Okay. And from Emmanuel, friend of the show, Leon Satigo Rodriguez. Got around the planet this year after also playing after also playing two remake and having never played the original as a non RE fan, it's fine. Game is relatively short, very straightforward, and more actiony than two. As someone who really liked two remake, it was definitely a step down in every department for me. I did like the point shop after being the game. Nice little way to make next playthroughs easier. Still a good game, not a great game. Stack it. <laughs> I also can't believe he played it because he hates horror games, and yet he played a ton of the series. I will never understand that. <laughs> that's just a question for him or come for him from and the last one I'm going to read from this group Jerry Floyd game was good but it was short and Nemesis was pretty much limited to the scripted boss battles I preferred that but I completely understand the the hatred for that that takes away from what people love about this so I, I, I do get that part and from the official laser time community I got a couple first one I'm going to read from Chris Lichoist it's a great game with fantastic pacing that's missing in a lot of modern big budget games I was actually afraid to play it since the Mr. X stuff in 2 gave me anxiety but the Nemesis parts aren't overused and don't go long enough where there's constant dread, so I paid half price for it when I eventually got around to it. I was surprised how I just barely had enough ammo to get by. It's a balancing was spot on with that, and I love Jill's characterization in it. Awesome game that I pulled that I'm pulled to replay more than two. Okay. Oh, we didn't talk about that, but the game does have a dynamic difficulty setting that the more you pick up items and don't get hurt and don't get killed, that the game gets harder. Oh <laughs> yeah. I didn't sure like that. I mean it's a good thing from a video game perspective, but I don't like it. Because I don't like dying, but it, it makes sense. All right. A couple from Corgi Hammersmith. That game really shouldn't be numbered entries. Basically DLC for RE2. I enjoyed the original and remake, even though it wasn't a full experience. To me, I think Code Veronica would have been a better RE3. There you go, Blair. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like Code Veronica is, is the true Resident Evil 3. It, like, I think the creators have said as much. The only reason why is that, like, they wanted, I think, Sony wanted all three the trilogy on the playstation yeah their contract was that they had to put three numbered entries on on it so they had no choice as as far as i know along with other stuff what i mentioned earlier there's there was i think it's residents of evil covered it there's there was a (laughs) (laughs) that's opening a can of worms joe you don't even know you open okay well someone mentioned it i don't i don't think it's them or not but Someone talked about how there were some people making a remake. They were using the RE engine to remake Resident Evil 1 and Code Veronica, and Capcom made them shut it down. I don't yes. know if that... Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if that means we're getting a Code Veronica remake. I just hope it does mean we are getting one. Was it the Roll Squad that was working on it, Chelsea? No, they weren't working on the game. I think um, okay. they they just like broke that news. Okay, because I know you're a big, big fan of of Roe. Yes. <laughs> big, yes. Big fan. <laughs> and because Capcom, like everyone, normally just leaves everyone alone except for Nintendo. Like Nintendo is very litigious. Like I think Sega is like, oh hey, you're making a Sonic the Hedgehog game. Cool, thumbs up. Maybe we'll hire you later on. They do. Yeah. And I remember Cap. I don't remember Capcom being that stingy so that does make me happy i want code ranka back even though it's on series x so you can go play it right now on a modern system yeah but but it it needs to be remade to make it playable for me because uh what was it someone made a 
a Resident Evil 4 uh, demo of the Hookman demo with uh, new graphics and everything, and Capcom didn't even touch that, so it, it's interesting. Maybe they are working on something. I could definitely see it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's the game that should be remade over 4, because 4 is perfect, but I get it. 4 is also fucking amazing. So. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I love 4. I absolutely love 4, but I know you're a, you're a big fan of the of this of the older style of game. Of oh, I love more I love Resident Evil Four too, but I've played it so many times and it's on everything that it's like, I listen. I already have Resident Evil Four remake pre ordered, and I'm probably going to put a half payment deposit on it tomorrow. I'm taking that day but off. Like, <laughs> but it's like you know, I can play this on my PlayStation Five and my Xbox and my Switch. It's on everything, and eh, surprise me. I'm willing to be surprised. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. I I was upset when I heard they're remaking it because I would ha- rather have other stuff be remade, like Code Veronica or Zero or just but or Mega Man Legends. <laughs> What's that? They don't know that. They never heard of that series, buddy. <laughs> never heard of it. We'll get three someday. Yeah, uh-huh. three is coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he's gonna get <laughs> off the moon. Keep lying to myself every year. <laughs> He's gonna live on that moon forever. All right, and from the Re- Resident Evil Veterans Group, I have a few comments. Or I have more than a few, but I'm only gonna read a few. <laughs> uh, from Johnny Maldano, I basically feel the same way you do. The game is short and sweet, but it's a great time with that set. I also own the original. I prefer to play that one because it just has a little more to offer gameplay wise, and it feels a bit scarier. But the remake has for better written characters, especially Carl. Okay, and from. Ellie Hemmings, the OG Resident Evil 3 is my favorite Resident Evil title. As far as remaking the actual content of the game, this was a poor remake. As far as recreating the actual spirit and themes of the original, it did good. As far as standing on its own, it could do with another hour of gameplay, to be frank. Nemesis seizes his role as pursuer so early in the game, an expanded city section where he patrols in the style of Mr. X would have been appreciated, but it's an enjoyable experience in my most replayed modern Resident Evil title. Okay. I mean, that I agree. I think as much as I don't like it, I think it it, it would have been nice to have more city part. I'm okay that it didn't have it because I wouldn't have liked it, but <laughs> that's a personal thing. Not a not what I think would be best for the game. Just I'm fucking chicken shit. So, <laughs> I am. Uh, from Sean Edgeworth, this game is massively underrated. I'm playing it right now on Nightmare Difficulty and having a blast. Not as good as RE2 Remake, but it's own game and I love it. Okay. All right, from John Dreher, the only real problem with this game is it should have just been like a $25 or $30 DLC and not a full price game. Yeah, I get it, but video games are just expensive when you buy them when they first come out. <laughs> That's just the nature of it. Especially if you live in Canada. Well, you know, you got to tack on the Canada tax of like, what, an extra, like, what, 20 bucks or something? So it's like, what, $59 plus tax? Is it? Are games 60 or games are 70 now, right? Well, a new game here is 89. It's 100 after tax. Do you guys get paid more in Canada? <laughs> I was, okay, I think that is a no. I was always wondering that because I'm like, I always saw the Canada price for the game. I'm like, oh, does Canada make. Is their money just like they get paid more because their money's different? But it's colorful. <laughs> is it just? <laughs> I've, always been, I've been wondering that question for like God. I can't even tell you how many years, and I I know I've been talking to many Canadians, but I never thought to ask that. So yeah, is it like? So I mean, so my guess is that Canadian dollar is close to what the American dollar is, right, or something? <laughs> it's colorful. <laughs> no, that's why games are so expensive. Is their dollar is so weak? But. You get paid better. In well, dollars? Uh, I, it, it's. I mean, I get health care oh, that point. I don't have to pay for. I mean, our services aren't aren't great, but I don't have to. Like, 
I don't you don't have to file bankruptcy rough. when you get sick. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a nice thing. I love hearing. You know, hey, you know, I want to go to Canada. I've thought about it a few times. If I didn't have a son that lives here, I think I might my ass might have went to Canada a few times, especially in 2016 for some reason. But I thought about it then. I was like, hmm, I could go to Canada. Hmm. I still think about it. Okay, that that makes sense. I was just curious. It's always something that's been curious, and then it just you opened the opportunity for me to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't mean to ask that question for years. All right, I got a few more comments to read uh, from Patrick Hefferman. Definitely worth playing. Just sad how short it is. And from Jordan Thomas, if this came out at forty dollars, everyone would have loved it. From Simon Defby, it's a great game. No argument there, but it's too short. Why cut out so much of the original game? <laughs> because time, probably. I'm assuming, and they didn't have a choice. Let's see. A lot of the same thing. People saying it's way too short. All right, here's one. From Tyler Martell, it was a great game, but they cut way too much content. The OG RE3 is the way to experience. It had potential and could have been great. They didn't outsource it. Capcom should have made it to start to finish, just like RE2 Remake. They outsourced this to someone? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's the thing, people. Like, it's (laughs) hearing all these comments being like, it's this, it should have been this. Like, look, games cost a lot to make. They need more manpower to be made because assets need to be crafted more. Like, people got to get paid. Like, it, it can't be $40. I'm sorry. It has to be this. It is if you wait. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to pay full price, then wait. Like, I bought this on Xbox just now with Resident Evil 3 for, like, $30. Or Resident Evil 2 for, like, $30. Like, it's just that simple. <laughs> you know, I mean, Assassin, Assassin's Creed taught me to wait with you, the way Ubisoft was and they were cranking them out every year. Just wait. Call of Duty is the one of the few games where if you want to play it, you you aren't going to see a sale. Like I just bought Modern Warfare 2 because we're doing it on the show here uh, coming up, and I had to pay $15 on sale for a game from fucking 2009, and I was not happy about it. But Oh, I got going, confused. I, I was like, which Modern Warfare 2? Oh, sorry, the original Modern Warfare 2. It's like Modern Warfare have, 2, Modern Warfare 2 Remake, or Modern Warfare 2 2022? <laughs> I, I have a weird comment. Is there a difference between Easter egg and reusing assets? Yes. Uh, I would say yes. Chelsea, have you played RE7? No, that's another one that I have not played myself. Uh, oh, Resident Evil 7 is great. Yeah, I love that She's game. She's watched it. it. Yeah, it's also I really short. Watched it, yeah, but I've never actually played it. Is is the car Nemesis is the car Jill uses to drive Nemesis over an Easter egg or a reuse asset? Because it's just Ethan's car in the beginning of the game. I would Reuse say, asset. yeah, because that's a thing when you think about yeah. like the history of Capcom, where people like, you know, how often was that Morgan Sprite reused? Like, I love Morgan. the I love the Marvel versus Capcom games, but like, I'm not going to sit there and argue. Oh. Be like, here's four or five different games where they just plucked a bunch of things together and smacked them together and made a game. Like, it's smart recycling. <laughs> It depends. I mean, especially if it's not noticeable. Like I would, I didn't notice with Ethan's car from Seven. I played Seven. I mean, Easter egg is more of something where it a reference to something or just thrown in there, like the Mega Man in the toy store in this game that I didn't see. That would be an Easter egg. I mean, sure, it's reused assets from Street Fighter X Tekken. I I think that has that Mega Man in it type of thing. But you know, that's fine. That's different like, than like what Blair's talking about, like Sam Raimi's car being in all of his movies. <laughs> All right, I have two last questions to read from another group that I posted, Resident Evil Experts. Uh, first one from Duncan Sims. Yeah, it's very quick. I finished it in one hour and 30 minutes in my last run. I didn't even mean to do a speed run. I'm glad I waited long to buy it because it, it isn't worth retail price. <laughs> and last one I'm going to read from Miles Bergeson. 
got it a little after it came out, got it on a deal as well. I loved the original RE3 and was excited to play it. It was definitely a mixed bag for me. On one hand, I was disappointed at some cut content from the original. Nemesis encountered being mostly scripted and the link. On the other hand, I thought it was tight. Once I started to play through, I never got bored. Also found myself getting somewhat speed runny, seeing how quickly I could finish and get all the items, which I thought was enjoyable. Played it through a couple times when I got it, but I also put it down and haven't touched it since. It's not terrible, just wish content-wise wasn't cut, mostly. Okay. Again, I mean, you can see that's like what most people thought, but I'm, again, I as a guy who plays a ton of retro games and plays a game more than a game every week for a podcast, I love short games. I love no filler. You know, 100% okay with that, but that's me. But I also don't pay full price. Okay, that brings us to our last segment, Shelf Stacker Box. And Joel, why don't you go first? I was Joel. muted. I'm here. Oh. <laughs> I was like, uh, as much as I dogged on this game, uh, I do very much love the Resident Evil series. And I would say, as much as it's going to break Blair's heart and Chelsea's, I think the only really bad Resident Evil game is Zero. So uh, this one... Oh, I this hate one, Zero. Uh, this one's going on the shelf as much as, as, much as all of it is. It is a really nice, quick game. All the mods people have put into it are also really fun, too. So I always don't mind picking up this game every once in a while. In fact, I did it like six months ago. That's where all those other weird mods came in. I just downloaded it and, <laughs> and, and saw a bunch of mods and played it. So Okay. And what about you, Chels? I think I'm going to stack. Okay. I mean, I just... Obviously, I'm interested enough in Resident Evil to want to know like what this game is all about. Um, do I really want to play it myself? Do I have like any interest in really playing it myself? Not really. I mean, there's other stuff I'd rather play. Okay. Like the, the original RE3. <laughs> <laughs> the, the original is, is great. I mean, I, I recommend playing the remake just because it is short. And it's a fun action game. And it's much less terrifying than 2. So <laughs> I don't recommend 2. If you don't like that's I Yeah, I mean, it's a great game, but fucking terrifying. Okay. And Blair, what about you? Oh, this is firmly going on the shelf. I get the complaints, but at the same time, I would rather a game that I can play over and over again, as opposed to one that's going to take me forever and I'm only going to play once, which is like, you know, when I like last year when Horizon came out, for example, it's like, oh, I'm am I going to play Horizon one again? No, that's like 40 or 50 hours. But like if I want to play two before three, it's like, yeah, it's like a couple of hours and this you know, we're going to do it for the show, and I downloaded it, and I finished it mostly on, like, Christmas Eve, just at my parents' house, because I just knocked it out that fast. Like, I just love a game. It's like, you know, it's like a good movie, where it doesn't have to be long. You just put it in, finish it in a couple of hours, and forget about it. And if you want to invest in the other stuff, you can. If you don't want to, then don't. Like, it's... That's fair. It's... I love this game. Okay. All right, I'll go last. I'm going to put this... I'm going to put it on the shelf. I had a really good time with this game. It was, at first, I was a little kind of freaked out, but then I got into a rhythm of it, and I had a great time. I mean, it's nice and short, which was great for a guy who plays way too many games for a podcast, and it was just, I had a good time. It didn't terrify me. I know for some people that'd be a complaint, but, I mean, I do understand the the, the complaint with the cut content, but I'm okay with it because, to me, it was enough for me. I mean, those took me a few. I think I played this game four or five hours. That's enough for me. I had a great time. Will I play it again? Probably not. I thought about it, though. When I beat it, I'm like, hmm, if I can get the rocket launcher, I'll play it again instantly. But I couldn't because you have to have more coins for that. So then I was done. But there is a lot of replayability to this game, and I had a great time. So going on the shelf, and I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that I did play it finally. All right. And then I should mention what we're talking about next week. Actually, in between the time that you hear this 
And before you hear the next episode, which is going to be Mega Man 8, the show will have hit the four-year anniversary, which I'll bring up on next 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 week's episode is the anniversary episode for this show. Fucking four years. My God. <laughs> January 12th is the four-year anniversary in 2023 of this podcast. All right. And I think that's... Oh, you know what? I should do a code giveaway. I haven't done one of those. I, didn't, I forgot to do it last week. So if you want a Steam code for, let's see, a random-ass game... Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay, here, this works. Amnesia the Dark Descent. Am- amnesia. Amnesia. Plus Amnesia Machine for Pigs. A Steam code. And the Steam code is 9G7KY5VEPQ92T20. And that is the Steam code for Amnesia the Dark Descent. So hopefully someone can grab that and enjoy that. I've had that code for a long time, so let it get rid of it. <laughs> Give away more Steam codes. All right, and Chelsea, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and also Twitch and Instagram as well, at Tyrachi. Oh, okay, and there will be a link in the show notes to her Twitch channel. And Blair, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Blarcade. You can read my work at comicbookvideogames.com. By the time, well, by the day of this recording, I just published my review for Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is game of the year quality. Go buy it. It is excellent. And I started work on my game of the year awards. And uh, by the time this goes up, I might also just have a 2023 preview of all the superhero games coming out, like Justice League game for kids in March and Suicide Squad and Spider-Man, things like that. So did Midnight Suns do better than that game you love, DC Super Pet? <laughs> I mean, it's better than Gotham Knights. <laughs> okay. I do really want to play Gotham Knights, though. I really want to play it. It's I love an- janky games. It's the anti-Gotham Knights. Hey, I love bad video games sometimes. Like, not like really bad, but just enough, enough a little bad. I I'm, I'm... Is, is Gotham Knights bad? Probably. It's, is it the only game where I'm allowed to play Red Hood for more than 30 minutes? Yes. So am I going to play it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I I really do want to play it one day. It, it's I gotten cheap. Re- it hasn't gotten cheap enough, but I want to see that can run it. I want to replay it someday, but I'm in no rush. I would. No, it's too new for me. I can't play it. I don't like even this was a little too new for me to put on the show. 2020. I mean, I've done 2021. I did Metro Dread not that long ago, but it's I mean, I, mean, I am doing newer game, but it's hard for me. Not even the price just feels weird. Like it's against what the show, but again, I can do what the fuck I want. In my show. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> people want, about, I got people that want to play a game and I haven't played it. And I have it in my library. Why not make it talk happen. about jank? I just, I'm, I'm eventually going to get a polymega one of these days. And I just pre-order the N64 module and baby, the first thing I'm doing, once I get that thing that's playing Superman 64 on HD display <laughs> is going to be glorious. I do want to play that one day. It's secretly not that bad. <laughs> I know. I, I I just one day. I don't know. I have I have like for me, video games are very much like an experience. I have so many video games I want to play over time that I feel like I should, and that's one of them. I, I can't explain it, but it's yeah, it's there. I have a weird love for video games that I just want to play as much as I can in life. Yeah. All right, and. Yeah, what I should say. And if you saw, you heard the top, you heard the beginning of the show. We do have a sponsor for this month in January. Uh, Angels Tipsy Tumblers. You'll see a link in the show notes. And there's a you can she does customizable tumblers and cups and shot glasses and rolling trays and things like that. So definitely go check that out. You'll see a link in the show, and you can use the code to save ten percent. Games twenty twenty three. 
So go do that. You get to support her, a uh, small business, and you get to support me too. So hey, and you get something out of your trouble, and you get to support me in the same way. So please go, go buy stuff from her shop, help her out, and. God, I almost forget what I was going to say. I want to give a shot to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Elena at Hell Has Free. You can follow her on TikTok. And if you also want to support this show, we do have a Patreon for those of you can vote in our Patreon poll. Our current poll this month is sci-fi movies that Mike has never seen. That Mike does not remember what the hell he put. Uh, Blade Runner is on there. I have actually never seen Blade Runner somehow. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, the anime, Children of Men, and Tron, the 1982 version. Those are movies you get to pick that Mike's going to have to cover on the show. You get to vote for as little as a dollar, and Mike should publish that poll at the time that he's saying this right now, because it is the first. So definitely go look out for that. And if you want to talk with us, we do have a Discord. you see the link in the show notes. Please go join our Discord. And also want to give a shout-out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who started his own podcast, Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We're on YouTube with audio only, and we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody.